This program is sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. If you have a green thumb or have always wanted one, then get ready for Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, hosted by Ken Anderson, along with David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. Garden Talk aims to introduce new ideas, help solve problems, and keep you up to date on the latest developments in the nursery and landscaping industry. Call in now with your gardening questions, 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Now, here are your Garden Talk hosts, Ken, David, Mark, and George. Good morning, San Diego. You are listening to Garden Talk on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken is having a working vacation this week. Good morning. Good morning. Good either of morning. You, well, I was looking at Mark to... first. Yeah, good morning. How are you? I'm better. I wasn't looking at Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's early. You know, it's this same time roughly every single Saturday that we do this. Are you yeah. sure? Give or take. Mere seconds. All yes. right. Well, it just seems earlier today, and but it was a very nice, light, overcast morning. Did you guys have high clouds? At high clouds. Yeah, beautiful moon last night, but high clouds kind of making it fuzzy this yeah. morning. Yeah, that's and with a nice halo around it last night, yeah, and it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. warmer. Very warm. I, it was nice. Yes, it was comfortable. I was telling Capri I, I was in a much better mood yesterday because I had a lot of sunshine on my body, and I need sun. It's my plant DNA that's been spiced, this, spice, spice into you? spice into me years ago. Yeah, First your, GMO product. Your gene- <laughs> yes, well, good, 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 good. Yes, I haven't had my, my I haven't spoken to my sister as much recently as I did, I guess, last year because she hasn't shared with me her concerns about your lack of sun and warmth. We've had a little bit more sunshine the last week or so. Is that so, what it so, is? Yeah. So, so I'm doing, I'm doing much better. Yeah. I hope we all enjoyed the last week's rain. Oh, it was great. I ended up with it. I had a, got an inch of rain on Tuesday into Wednesday in the southeast half of the county. So that was perfect. Now I don't have to water again. Well, and we're expecting more. <laughs> Very little more, but we're expecting a little bit more. I think maybe a quarter of an inch or so on Tuesday. Yeah, Monday Tuesday, night into Monday Tuesday? Night, Tuesday. Yeah, right. something, something like that. Right. And then they're talking about another bigger storm for next weekend. I would prefer it to come on Mondays and Tuesdays just for the nursery business. But right. we'll take it whenever, right? Whenever we can get it. With some sunshine in dispersed. In, in, right. in between and not all <laughs> right at once. Out of not all at yeah. once, yep. It, it, it is wasted in many ways if it comes all at once or over you know, yeah. consecutive days. It's better to get some, have some sun, get some. I hope everybody has their sprinklers off. No one should have them on at this point. I was point. talking to a customer in Poway yesterday. No. It's today Saturday, so it was Thursday. It's your story, house. whatever you want and, to use. And their sprinklers were, well, actually, she wasn't sure whether or not her sprinklers were on. And she was at the bottom of the hill where water seeps for weeks after rain. And there was still puddles of water in areas of the yard. And she wasn't sure if the sprinklers had been turned off. And... There were lots of water problems in the yard, which one could imagine. So just a friendly reminder from Walter Anderson Nursery and the crew at Garden Talk Radio and KCBQ and KPRZ, shut off your sprinklers. Right. How was that? It was perfect. Brought to you by... The 
Why, you, know, you could be the San Diego Water Authority. I could. I could. Do we have any classes coming up this week? Why, yes, we do. Today at in San Diego at 9 o'clock, Citrus Care with Chris, and in Poway at 9.30, Spring Vegetables with Bridgette from the San Diego Seed Company. Is she still kind of a big deal, or is she a big deal She's, now? I think, bigger. A bigger deal. She started that company in 2010, I believe, when she got Good the idea her. to do it. Yeah, she's doing really well. We're very happy for her. Good for her. Good, good good product. Good product. Good friend of the nursery. And fairly locally grown. And next week? Next week in San Diego, seed starting with Richard and for Poway at 930, tomatoes with Farmer Roy. Wow. Okay. It's time. Well, it's, it's sort of time. It's sort of time, yeah. It, we have exactly. had people, as, as I think we may have mentioned this last week, we've had people clamoring for some of the warm season vegetables, tomatoes and peppers, and Brian went out and got them for the Poway store, and um, people have been shopping them extensively over the last two or three days. And what do you think will happen to those if we have cool, wet weather for the next couple of weeks after you put tomatoes into the ground? They'll disease. They'll look like old pasta in a pot, and they'll just blah. Now, is there sauce on the pulse? No, pasta? no it's just, just, just pasta. The, you know, it gets sticky. It just hangs over, like the uh, the just hanging there. Just not very good. I don't know why that came into my head. I don't either, and I'm just gonna let it. Yeah, let yeah. it go. I was noticing on the on the back rack at the nursery in Poway that there were six packs of shishito peppers, and Jim Stevenson's always asked asked for those, so I let him know we had them. And Josh likes shishito peppers. And sometimes later in the season, we can't get them in six-packs. So I was thinking about buying a six-pack right. and planting them now into four-inch pots and then croaking them with the intent <laughs> of giving them to them him in another month or so. I'm smiling because uh, I, we like them as well. And last year was the great jalapeno conspiracy. Remember all the problems with peppers last year? Well... I don't, but I remember you telling me. There were about articles the written. There were articles yes. written where there was a, an issue with the seed suppliers and people that Mixing planted. Them up yeah, or people something? planted X you know, banana peppers, for example, got something else. And there was and, a, sh- a jalapeno. I'm sorry, what did you yeah, call it? Uh, jalapenos. Jalapeno. Yeah. But but you're right. We had that issue because I I purchased shishitos. We purchased sweet bananas. Mm-hmm. We and two or three other varieties. Actually, three or four varieties. And I had all jalapenos. That's all I had. Wow. Well, you could have single-handedly solved the jalapeno crisis slash shortage. There wasn't a shortage. The problem was that other peppers became jalapeno. Oh, that's what jalapeno... I thought it was a jalapeno shortage. Things were just mixed up. I I hate when they do that. So our three three or four different... And and these were six-packs. So we we had a lot of... Jalapeno. Jalapeno. Uh, uh, Say it. Jalapeno. Well, I like saying the jalapenos. Okay. Anyway, regardless, I want everybody to know that you know. I and do know. It's just you're playing. It, I'm just playing. Okay. The, the thing is, we now you can call we, them. We that. had um, what 24 individual plants that were not shishitos and bananas and others. So yeah, last year when you were bringing jalapeno peppers into the nursery to share with people, and I was thinking you were so generous. You were just getting yeah, rid of them because you had them. They, they were going there yeah. or the landfill, so I thought I'd give them to people at work. We had we still have we still have three plants that wintered over beautifully and are still producing. My little uh, sweet peppers have overwintered well, most of them. But no, they've survived, and they survived the uh, river running through it. That's right. You had a little bit more water than the rest of us. I, I did on a totally different subject. I had a. I planted one of my avocados last year. I was very proud of myself for actually 
planting it and I've been giving it a ton of water and it was declining. And so yesterday when I got home from work, I went over and grabbed it and pulled it up. And guess what? You forgot to plant the one that had roots at the bottom. Hmm. No, I'm pretty sure it did have roots at the bottom when I planted it. Gopher. Oh yeah. Just, just mowed the whole thing down. And the next closest tree is your Santa Teresa lemon, and Ooh. I. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna get another gopher trap today and go back at it. You're em. gonna go uh, get them. I looked yeah. out last night when I got home because we have six gopher, six, seven gopher hawks deployed right now, but none of them were yellow when I got You're home. You're a glutton. We have a gopher problem. He likes to take care of business. I, we were on the streak. I was very, well. You know, I send you pictures when I have the yellow band, yes. as, as you do too. I as well. And uh, every day when I see the yellow band, I get excited. Hey, Capri, there's a. You know, I show her the look yellow band. Yeah. Um, but for the last four or five days, six days, not a no success. How no yellow bands? Right. Or no yellow bands. Do, how often do you get false yellow bands? Very rare. It has happened. But the last one I shared with you was not false. Um, so I get them semi regularly. Is that? My gopher hawk is giving up and and is. I would assume what is happening is the gopher is pushing dirt into more it. soil in and less body in. Well, I hope it's left an arm or two in there, and then that's why <laughs> I haven't gotten them since because it is no longer and they're just decomposing into the ground. But, Maybe so. Um, are you harvesting anything? Either uh, of you? Well, Ten, I mean, just some uh, mandarins. Well, I was going to ask you about that, Mark, because um, it traditionally, I know, on occasion during this time of the year, I'll get a few little Algerian mandarins from a friend of mine, right, in Sarah Mesa. Do you know anything about that? Um, yeah, I have a bowl full of them at home. So I, I'm not trying to put you on the spot no, or anything. Too late. It's all good. Oh, good, 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 good. Is did you get good production yeah, off it? There, it was incredible, actually. That's good. Yeah. I think uh, I've had three or four friends come over and raid the tree. So huh, you've had one come over and not raid the tree. Well, true. <laughs> <clears throat> huh? Okay. Keep going, Mark. You want to tell me any more about it? Oh yeah, all the neighbors have plenty. Exactly. I've been selling them at the farmers market. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Jorge? Uh, also, a lot of citrus, uh, blood oranges in particular, lemons. Moro or what? What uh, blood orange? We have all. Th- we have three. Moro, Moro Taraco, and, and Sanguinelli. Yeah. Are all they three. all three fruiting right now? No, just the Moro is, is giving me fruit right now. Um, we've had some uh, Kishu. Which, <laughs> I hardly know you. <laughs> Kishu, I don't, yeah. Um, lemons, limes, Santa Teresa, Genoa on the, on I the am lemons. S- it was, I was going to bring you my first Santa Teresa. Which is very But kind it would of have you. taken a lot to do it. Because, you, you know, I only work I, with you four days a week. Um, you didn't realize I, I had gotten one as well the same well, time I, you did? How would I know that you had fruit on yours That's in true. there? So we, we do have fruit on it. And then we have sweet limes, which are fair. I don't think so. They're, why? You know, I've been, well, why would it, you plant a sweet lime? Because it was given to me. Oh. And it, and it produces, and I use it in my sparkling water. I just squeeze it. Again? Yeah. It's fruit. Okay. Fruit's good for you. Okay. And then in the garden, we're doing uh, lettuce and the red dandelions, things like that. Red dandelions? Red, Italian red dandelions, which is basically chicory. 
Okay. We, we, we sell them at the nursery. You may have seen I, them. I believe you. <laughs> yeah. Do you mix them up in a drink or something? No, or what you do put you them do in a salad. You put them in. You put them in a salad, or you saute them. They're a little. They're almost. They're they're a little bit bitter, a little peppery. And that's good. Yes, that tastes good in the salad. It does. It adds a little zing. Okay. Well, I'm going to harvest my own Santa Teresa lemon now, and I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I'll probably put it in a beverage of some sort. And that oranges. would have been my guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I could bring it to your house, Marky, and we could. Well, anyway, um, citrus has been going crazy, and Trovita was the orange I couldn't think of a couple oh, of weeks, weeks ago. ago. Right. I, and I think the the albedo of the Trovita is one of the best albedos, but of Jin Chang has the most. But it's not as not as well flavored. Anything else? Harvesting? I a, no. I, I have a couple so. of tomatoes left on the vine, but I never pay attention to them until after I have dealt with the chickens, and then I don't Bird. want to touch anything I'm going right. to eat. So got it. I just keep walking. I, I guess the aforementioned peppers. We still have peppers that are coming out periodic. Oh, passion fruit. Lots of passion fruit. Huh. I guess I'll be bringing passion fruit those in are, today. Those are really good, George. They and, are. And they're nutrient-dense and really good for you. They are. I'll and, bring you some. In fact, there were some in the driveway as I was driving <laughs> out this morning that had fallen from the vines. Thank, thank you, George. Um, I had my first gold nugget yesterday, yesterday afternoon. Ever or just from this particular from tree this, this season? From this year's, okay. this season. And it doesn't, I would have left it on longer because they're a lighter orange. And I... Picked it and ate it. Anyway, it was sweet. It was ready to go. It didn't look like it. It looked like it needed a little bit more time. And that's all. That's it. Citrus. All right. If you would like to participate and give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We'll have more Garden Talk right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And welcome back. To Garden Talk, sponsored by Walter Anderson Nursery. I am David Ross, along with Mark Mahady and George Allman. Ken has the day, the weekend well, he's off. he's working, actually, right? He I mean, has a working, right. yes. Actually, I think he's done working now. Okay. I think that was yesterday. Maybe today, but yesterday. And um, now he's going to go play and visit family and stuff. Um, well, normally in that first segment, we, we talk about the San Diego... Um, San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation, and we announce what's going on the, on the weekends. And there's nothing there this weekend, so, so that's why we're not. That's talking why I didn't about say it, anything. But we yeah. didn't forget. It, didn't and forget we did it. Not nothing forget on the you. 24th, according to their calendar. Yeah, did not forget. Okay, well, let's go back to vegetables because we are just a week away from. We're a week away from March, and on March 10th. What happens on March 10th? Daylight savings time. We, we, so we spring forward. We gain an hour. Actually, I think we have the same amount of daylight, we but, gain, we, we, but gain, we get it at night. We gain an hour? 
yeah, we push the clocks forward. We don't really gain an hour. It's the same daylight that you had in the morning the day before. Okay, but, it's, but we kind of lose we, an we, hour. We get it at night. But we get... Right. Later. I am very excited about that. Cause right. Well, me too, because when you get home from work, you can do things. Absolutely. Go do things. Yes. And it's warmer at night than it is in the morning, so... That is true. You excited about that, Uncle Marky? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I used to not be, but now I am. As we yeah. mature, yeah. things change. Yep. Our perspectives sure. change. They do indeed. Absolutely. So March 10th, that is probably three on the weekend, Saturdays right? Yeah. from today. It'll be it Saturday be night sun- into yeah. Sunday morning. Sunday, yep, yeah, exactly. And there's another, you had another homework assignment. Well, I have two things. For, so today is the 24th, and we have gained one hour and 56 minutes since the solstice in December. Of, of, of daylight? daylight? One hour, 56 minutes. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's why when you go home now, or as we close the nursery up at 5.15ish or so, there's still some light out there. Which it's is a good. a nice thing. And it's a little lighter in the morning, too. And it is lighter in the morning. Yep. That's awesome. And then when, we have one more big tidbit. What is it? Um, spring, actual spring, as far as the way that we measure it, is on Tuesday, March 19th. And for San Diego, that's at 8.06 p.m. It will be springtime. That's a, this is a big month. It's huge. Lots of stuff going on. How are we going to celebrate our huge month? Oh, what, wait what? a minute. If you would like to give us a call, <laughs> the number here is 888-344-1170. If you have a question for the Garden Talk crew, 888-344-1170. Now tell us. Well, it's spring. and It feels, it, like, it feels like it already. It, it does, although it, if it gets cool for the next rain, it might slow us down a little. But it's spring. It feels like it. And there's a lot of anticipation with you know getting things in the ground. It's renewal. So that's what No, but it's a big month. We, a big we month. get the extra... Light time, at the time, end of the day, yeah. which is that's that's huge. Getting home and being able to wander the yard and right, that is that's one of my and not cut the the lawn with the riding lawnmower with the lights on because it's dark. You know, my push mower has self propulsion, and for some reason, the self propulsion doesn't turn off when it's supposed to, and it, the wheels just spin, and then smoke comes out of them. <laughs> and I'm guessing that's not what's supposed to I happen. Think that's Abby normal. Yeah, you might want to check that okay. out. Okay. Are you going to, when are you guys going to start planting? Mark, did you get your, What? <laughs> I'm laughing because the part of David Ross has been being played by Mark Mahady. Did you plant the vegetables and the herbs that were out front of your house? No. Okay. No. So we'll get wow, you some you new ones. rubbed yeah. off on you. I know. I need to, yeah. Did, definitely when I'm going to swing by and pick up some okay. uh, tomatoes. and. What are you going to plant? Tomatoes and peppers. But peppers, I, I don't even plant peppers until like May. I don't know why. You want them to have more heat. Yes, more heat. Because they really just kind of just sit there. They do. Yeah. They do linger, yeah. But I was thinking. But tomatoes for sure. But the tomatoes are the ones that are the more susceptible to the moisture on the true. leaves. The the peppers no, will yeah, just slough it off. Right. They, yeah, like true. water off a pepper's leaf. Exactly. They don't yeah, they don't seem to care as much with the weather as, as they just I mean they may not be productive. They'll slow down. Right. But tomatoes, they're pretty finicky. Yeah, it's cold, it's damp, I'm not going to do anything for you. But this would yep. be a good week for them. This has been a good weekend for Correct. them. They've had a really good Thursday afternoon, Friday, Saturday, well, Saturday coming. Are you going to, when are you going to plant? 
we we spoke of this yesterday. I think tomorrow we plan on I think getting after church, getting into the garden and weeding. I, I don't and, think we were on the air yesterday yeah, we when being we spoke of it. Capri and I. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> speaking okay. of the garden, <laughs> exactly. Uh, getting out there tomorrow and spending some time in the garden and and prepping the beds a little bit. We and pulling out some of the the last of the winter stuff. We've had a, an actual actually had a pretty bad year this year for our winter crop with voles and rats more so than in years past and i've been getting one or two voles a day with the little mouse traps and your confidence is high that they're voles oh yeah yeah they're the little hole right there in the garden I, I i just i set the trap right next to the hole with no bait i just engage the trap set it there and the next day i dump it out and the voles are then not the smartest well, they, they the have shed. to come out of the hole and they end up catching the trap. Okay. Yeah, it works now, very well. What is the difference between a vole hole, a gopher hole, and Oh, well, a vole is, is, the, is a mouse. It's a tiny mouse. It's like a mouse. It's The hole is the, a quarter, maybe a little smaller than a quarter, size of a quarter. Just a little diameter hole and they just live in there. I, I had no... I'll pull up the IPM for you later. Okay, thank you. Teach yeah. me how to fish. And I will. Anyway, so, yeah. so and rats, because the trail camera indicated rats, they get on the brassicas and they just eat. So, like my broccoli, for example, our broccoli just, the, the, that beautiful head is chewed down to just little nubs. So, they save the stems for you. They do. They save all the leaves as well, but... Yeah. So our anyway, our garden is not done well for the winter as it typically does. So, but we're going to clean it out and get ready for the spring garden and maybe set a bunch more traps to reduce populations. Now, does your garden down there get much sun in the winter? Y- you ask that. Yeah, it does, and it it does particularly after pick a time. Uh, I don't know, twelve. It gets all, the rest of the day. It's sun all the way into. It the, does. Yeah. The sun gets far enough around. Yeah, is that you're thinking what it, that it just, pepper tree. That pepper tree in your mind is very obstructive, and well, it's not. And they're on the downhill slope. Yeah, so, but and it's facing. I mean, if you're standing on our driveway looking at the garden, you're facing north. Yeah, and so those trees on the left are providing some shade, but the sun's just high enough. It does get plenty of sun, especially right. in the afternoon. I usually, when we get in nice six packs, I go home and I I. Or I get six packs, I take them home, I pot them into four-inch pots, and then I don't take care of them, and I have to buy new ones why, when it comes you, time to plant. Why do you bother doing that to the four-inch? Why don't you just put them in the ground and plant, or are you just getting them too early? I'm getting it. I think this is, depending on weather, I think this yeah. is too early. Well, I, I agree. I was just curious as to the um, transitioning to the to the larger pot. So that I can put them under the roof when it's raining. Got it. And I, can, it. I can shelter them from the storm. Hmm, that's a song title in that, there. That's that's my thought. Okay. But then I don't take good care of them, and then they're right. probably yeah. trash by Start the time it comes. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's your little, that's who you are. That's your little, <laughs> that's your little, that's, for that's, better, what, for worse, that's what that's you bring you to are. the nursery trade. Uh, gonna... uh, reason, calm and reason. Uh, um, what varieties of tomatoes, Marky, what is your? Well, I'm probably going to get definitely a, Sun gold, I mean cherry tomato type, or and then probably like a celebrity or San Diego. And those are the yeah. medium to large, right? Right. And they don't require neither celebrity nor San, San Diego, Diego require a lot of space, right? They don't right. get as big, right? The sun gold and the other cherries sure do. Yeah, they so, do. Yeah, those indeterminates get huge. Yeah. What about you? I, I don't think I've decided yet, or we've decided we'll put something in. A lot. We we'd like varieties, and I'm sure you and I will, unless you've already Split purchased all yours, yeah. we'll buy I have some. Not. We'll purchase some six packs and swap so that we have a large variety. Oh oh oh! That's how it always. That's how I always mess up. I start too early because I'm encouraging your um, 
your behavior. My, behead, my bad habits. Yeah. I, yeah. I won't put them in yet, but I'm getting close. I'm itching. Just like everyone that comes in, yeah, I am right. itching. When I, when I helped stock those the other day when they came in, the, the, the truckloads of vegetables, once I started helping putting them out, I was looking at them going, oh, maybe... Maybe this weekend, but I think I'll wait a little the bit. The tomatoes longer. and peppers that came in this oh, week gorgeous. are gorgeous. Gorge- and actually, we got a lot of summer vegetables. I mean, there are cucumbers. Yeah. There are a lot of stuff came in, and it's very tempting. And I can right. understand when people walk in there on a day like yesterday when they're shopping. They came it's in nice. for the weather. They came in for a bag yeah. of fertilizer or for some horticultural oil. Like, oh, I'll just go see what's out there, and they come out with you know yeah. a cart full of vegetables because it's enticing. I'm gonna. I'm. It really I know is. I'm, yeah. going to make the mistake. But yesterday afternoon when I was looking at what I have to do at home, I thought I need to promise myself I'm not going to buy another tree or anything until I get the ones that I have in the ground. And I, I don't know what kind of access Brendan has to all of the old clips because I'll bet you somewhere you've said that before. I don't I, think, I'm oh, not, have I? Yeah, I I'm pretty have. sure you have. I'm not getting anything else till I get this stuff in the ground. And, 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 I'm, that's not a slam on you. I'm just as guilty. In the back of my truck, right? You know, John John Clements taught the Proteaceae class last week, which was very well attended. And John, <laughs> thank you so much. But there are four or five protea type plants in the back of my truck in the driveway right now. Yeah, I just have, waiting for me to get them in the ground. I have two one gallons that I did take out of my trunk and put on the hood of my truck. So mine are getting some sun and mm-hmm. some moisture from the air, but they're not in the ground yet. But my the leaks that I got a couple of weeks ago because oh. I was gonna those are yeah. good for me. You were they're very still, excited about that. Yeah, they're you still, were. They're still sitting in their bag. But at least they're off your desk, so that's a starting point. It's true, and they're outside. This is part of your charm. The I <laughs> I, I bring things home and kill them. Yeah. Oh, but you know that charm? is useful. That is useful for customers who say I I just can't grow anything. You know I bring this home and I fifty percent of the stuff I bring home die. David say yeah me too. Yeah. And I'm a professional. That's I do a, this for a living. It happens. <laughs> it happens. I did harvest off of one of the sleeve pot citrus, still sitting. In its sleeve pot, a, a Satsuma mandarin. Yesterday and the day before, very good. And the one there's one more left on the tree. And it had been half eaten by probably not a vole, but one of the other lovely rodents that likes to hang out at my house. Voles like to be outside. Mice like to be inside. Ah, okay. And they prefer their little hole, especially in really good soil. You'll find them. I, they, I don't know how they originally get into the garden because we have the fence. Obviously, they can climb over the hardware cloth but they like being in there and they and last monday i was out front going down to let the chickens out and sitting on the pitch of my roof with a bunch of little green chunks all around it was a tree squirrel with one of my guavas in its mouth (laughs) they are problematic they are it's really starting to i used to say to people who complained about the animals and pests that you just didn't plant enough so that they you had to share but in some instances they take the whole thing even if you have well, a plentiful crop and, and I'm you'll, right, and you'll also to, increase populations if there's more food for them and so so i am the problem is that what you're saying <laughs> well that's a given i was blaming my neighbor's wood pile but i probably can't get away with that's right below and on the other side of the fence from my macadamia which they love you are listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I almost said KPRI. That was a long time <laughs> That's ago. A long time and KPRZ, wow. I am uh, 
If you would like to give us a call, the number here is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. We're going to take the break at the bottom and be back right after this. Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And welcome back. To Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you would like to give us a call, the number is 888-344-1170. I usually say it twice, don't I? That's 888-344-1170. What were you going to say? With were we going to go to Nifty 50 or moles and voles? Well, and- I, I thought we should clarify the moles, I mean the voles rather, and, and mice since you had that inquisitive look in your eye as, as we were discussing it as if it's you've never just, heard the term or is that your normal look that's just my normal look <laughs> so um the, the difference the primary difference is is their habits of where they live as i mentioned earlier but the the mice will live in you know wood piles they'll live behind your shed in your shed under your shed where the voles are natural burrowers they will dig holes and live underground and that's where i that's my success in getting them is the fact that i just set the little traps right around the holes that they come out of they're a little bit stockier than a mouse. A mouse is more lean. Uh, voles, I think, have shorter tails. So, so it takes more mice to make a meal than it does voles. Is that correct? Well, yeah, the voles might be a little meatier, though. I mean, yeah. you know, okay. tougher. Have we had... I don't think growing up I ever heard the term vole. That was I, I think a back I, east I, term. I called it... Um, I've called it a mouse or like for forever until someone corrected me once when I was chatting with them and they showed me a picture and explained the difference and... Yeah. John? No, no. It was a, actually a customer. One of the nice things about our job is we can learn from our customers as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I do, actually. I learn a lot from our customers. One of the, It really yeah. is a nice... There, there are some plant nerds out there that you can learn a lot from. Yes, there yeah. are. Yeah. So, do tell. What? That, is that it? That, that's roughly it. That's the basic th- so, difference. So, the, the, the takeaway is it takes more mice to make a meal than it does voles. And the voles are... are um, do they have a snout? It's a little flat snout, but it's di- I mean, it's a little it's bit a... different. Okay, but they also eat just seeds and plants, where a mouse will eat insects and stuff as well. So, what do you think is doing the the damage to your your? Well, broccoli? I've seen them. I've seen them with with the camera getting tomatoes in particular. Is it more rats the, or more the voles? Rats, the or rats are they tend to be. The, that's a good point. Probably fifty fifty. The rats okay. love the broccoli and stuff. I see them. Well, you saw my kale videos of the rats all on top of the kale, eating the kale. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, a year ago. Yeah, that was that was a different, but the same thing. It's they they get in there, they like it, and you watch them run all over it. And people, that's I've always found that interesting when I say that looks like it could be rat damage, and they say, "Oh, well, we don't oh, have rats. No, we, no, don't, we don't have, have rats." Yeah. I said, "Well, let me show you this video. There were no rats this morning, but let me show you this video at night of rats all over the the kale." I really need to set up my trail camera. Yeah, I think yeah, it's in do. the box in your kitchen somewhere. You might want to do that. No, not somewhere. I know right where it is. <laughs> I know right where it is. All right, well, let's... Well, well so, actually, oh, go ahead. before we go to Nifty 50, are we done with that? Yes, unless you have any other questions. Yeah, I got yeah. an email from SDG&E yesterday. Oh, that's right, yeah. 
and it asked me to enter my zip code to see if I wanted to plan a tree. That's right, Did, plan. did you get the email? They must have sent it out to hundreds of thousands of people to suggest you plan a tree. And they're going to give you a rebate if you plan. If I plan. So Capri and I are actually in on this because we have been planning for a long time <laughs> trees. So how, do we get do you get a certain amount of money, a fixed amount for each tree you plan on planting? According to this, yes. Okay, well, sweet. But I would think they're going to want you to plant it. Uh, and unfortunately, sorry. bare root trees are not on there. And I had a customer asking me about it yesterday. Um, the reason we're saying plan is because that was what the title of the email they sent out was. And I guess autocorrect didn't uh, autocorrect it because plan, plan is an is acceptable a, word. Plan is That's a right. word and you could plant a fruit tree or plant a tree. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't include bare root. And he was asking me if they, if I thought they would do that. And I thought, no, this is a program and we'll just leave it at that. It's a program, and no, if it's not on the list, which was one five or fifteen gallon, they probably wouldn't take it. I don't know because I haven't been a part of that side of the program. Right. We have sold a lot of trees right, that people right. have gotten rebates for, and I think two of the f- trees per year can be fruit trees from the list, which would be. I need to send them a receipt. There you go. <laughs> so I'll read the the exact uh, verbiage from, not the plan part, but the actual how the program works. So it says, qualifying SDG&E customers can receive $25 rebate for planting or potting, a one-gallon tree, a $35 rebate for a five-gallon tree, and a $50 rebate for a 15-gallon tree. Customers can apply to up to five rebates annually, and you do not need a yard to qualify as trees can be planted in large containers on outdoor door, balconies, or patio areas. And they need a receipt and a picture of the finished product, correct? doesn't say that right here. You'd have to go further in, but yes. But I think yeah. that's, that's yeah, what you it do requires. Need, I know you need a receipt. Yep. And you have to, it's eligible zip codes zip and things. Codes, you have to correct. enter a zip code, and I'm in an eligible zip code. I'm very excited. How exciting. Which I was excited last year and the year before when I heard about it, but I didn't do anything about it. They had a different program where you signed up for trees it's not a rebate program they actually give you the trees but they are it was like 18 to 22 months out from when you apply to when they show up with trees a friend of mine out in the the sticks out in lawson valley got some of those trees from them after the fire and he was very happy with them well, got, good, to, good. got to to reline we also had a visit last weekend during our class on proteaceas gosh we still have we sold a lot of protea plants last week but we still have I would say the best selection we've ever had, but it's not as good as it was last week. So how do I, what do I say? How do I, nice selection. You said it. How do I articulate that? You said it. We have a large selection, not quite as good as it was last Friday afternoon. So it's not the bestest. That was last week. But it's darn good. It's really darn good. And one of the things that I really enjoy are the grevilleas. And I have one sitting at home waiting to be planted, <laughs> Oddly, <I'm, laughs> along with two proteas. As I learned from you, there's one at our house waiting to be planted too, but that'll go in the ground tomorrow. But I was looking at the, there was somebody from the Nifty, from the Water Conservation Garden, right? Well, it, it's somebody that we actually met last year at the, at the fair when we were setting up our display. She was doing a display or working with somebody from the San Diego uh, Water Authority, but she... I remember you telling me. Right. And this was our, this was our Wednesday Wisdom this week. Oh, was it? It was. You should read that. I don't know if you know where that's available. But I, yeah. <laughs> I should, but I've been I've been reading some of the things on here. Number two. So Did wait you, a minute. What is oh. what is what is the? Oh, you're well, you're going to have to do that. No, you said the Nifty Fifty. What is that? It is plants for a water smart landscape. These are fifty very good. 
plants for low water use after they're established. As suggested by the San Diego County Water Authority. Yes. Right. Okay. And, and they, they break it down nicely between small plants, medium, large, vines, succulents, ground covers, and trees. I, I like it, actually. Would you consider us, air quotes, professionals in the industry, the three of us? Sort Some of. of us, yeah, yeah. Mark? Are we using yeah, double quotations would... or like little just hash marks? No, I yeah. think probably full-on double okay. quotations, bold, <laughs> Got it. Uh, underlined. All right. And a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah. So the number two on here. Garden like a pro. Research. Oh, hang on. I've got to go to that section. I'm yeah, looking at the section. plants. Okay. Plant with the full-grown plant in mind. A one-gallon plant can grow into a tree. Now, I... Consider yourself a professional. I do. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, in yeah. name only, but yeah. I... Yes. I violate that annually, if not... Well, I violate that every year. Is that annually? Or does <laughs> annually mean I do it only once a year? What's the Annually. point? The point is, I, as a professional, air quotes, knowledgeable professional, plant the wrong, pl not too many plants close together, or sure. I, d I yeah. think, gosh, this looks really good here right now, and I don't yeah. think You're, five or ten years out. Do yeah. you guys do that was my question. I, I Absolutely. I have. I, I've gotten better at it, and I try to help customers when they come in, when they say, well, I need, I want to fill in this section, and they show me a picture. And I said, well, I, I don't have a perspective. How much is that? And I said, it's 15 feet, for example. Or, and so I want to get like 10 of these privets to fill up this section. I'm like, well, you know, they, they get this big. You don't yeah, you need know, 10, yeah, yeah. but two, I want to do it right now. Yeah, right. Two I of these or three is going to work yeah. to meet your needs for what you're doing. And they'll say, no, no, I need, to, I need to fill in this whole thing. And that's really a small plant. I said, now? Well, that's usually, that was my go-to is like, I mean, what's your time frame? Because these things are going to get bigger. So yeah. it's like if you want it immediately, you're going to have to plant five of them or whatever. But but theoretically, one will do. You know? In many cases. Right. How, how many, many times have you guys had a customer tell you, I'm only going to be here for two or three years. Yeah, I'll let the quick. next owner worry exactly. about it. Or, or they're yes. saying, look, I, I, I understand and I, and I agree with you. It makes perfect sense. But uh, we're having a wedding yeah, reception or, or something, something and, yeah. I, and I, I really need to fill it in. So yeah. I, I get that. And that's a fair... My, my biggest failing on that is with vegetables. I always plant too many too close together year after year after year because yeah, I'm going to stake them right. I'm exactly. going to do this. Right. So and true. I never do. But with the with the trees, I'm better about it. There was a period of time when I didn't think I had enough room to plant anymore, so I put some too close together. But it, it's worked out. Trimming will, will fix that. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So your guys are not real bad about that you just i just noticed I, it in others. I may yeah. have been years ago and i think i've improved dramatically oh because you're more of a professional now well, i can I, remove I, one well, of the well, quotes. no no no, no. I, I think the difference is experience right you know, you you, I, I've, I've learned a lot over the years that right. even though i think this may work i i know better now from either myself or witnessing others See, well, that's kind of funny because I've been accused of being intelligent before. I know you. Yeah. I, you know me, so you know that. I know that. Yeah, right. yeah. We. I might, have, I might have accused you. Of that I, I, I do that same thing, especially with tomatoes. Every year, I always want to put a couple more in right. that really belong in the space, and I don't know why I continue to do it. Probably something to do with compulsive. Yeah. Some kind of disorder. Disorder. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look at number three. Water before sunrise. I've been telling people this for years, but people really want to water at night. Did you see what it says about water before sunrise? I did. Well, I was hoping. Soil absorbs water best when the temperature, evaporation rate, and wind are lower. 
also keep leaves dry overnight to minimize pest and disease. So if you do it right before sunrise, they're going to dry. The leaves will dry more quickly if you're getting moisture on the leaves. Yeah, I was going to say that would obviously depend on the type of watering system that you're utilizing. Mm -hmm. Right. And they also mentioned to water less often longer can you huh. imagine well, I, that that one where we, that's where our professionalism comes in we agree with that one Absolutely. Yeah. well we've been saying that for a long time i agree with all of those yeah oh agree, i don't agreed. disagree with it i just yep. and, may and, not and, follow directions all the time and number nine well mulch. we'll get there and we can't well wait hey hey we'll hey. come back to that after i guess this hey break. <laughs> you are listening to garden talk here on kcbq and kprz we're going to take a quick break and be back right after this Get your gardening questions answered by calling 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. There is more Garden Talk on the way. Welcome back to Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery. Got a gardening question? Call 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Now, here's your hosts, Ken Anderson, David Ross, Mark Mahady, and George Allman. And welcome back to Garden Talk here on AM 1170, KCBQ and KPRZ. If you would like to give us a call, 888-344-1170. I think, George, instead of you and Capri dancing to that other song, (laughs) that you should get a bicycle and put her on the handlebars and drive her or ride her around in your driveway. And you'll be there with a camera? (laughs) Well, no, you don't have to do it. Do that. Okay. Well, instead of a dance this time. You guys dance all the time. Actually, we do, which is really okay. So you don't yeah. you don't need to do that. Okay. Before gotcha. we went into the break, we were talking about the nifty fifty and some of the rules that they suggest, which make good sense with with which we agree. And we yes. tout these same rules with people regularly. Take a look at number six. I'd like you to, or do you want me to? Well, I, it says yeah, baby it, your new plants. Right, and and we tell people that too, and they say how much this is a drought tolerant plant i don't have to water exactly. it much right that's why I, you know and you still have to baby that plant for the first year to yes. get, it established. get it rooted in the ground right. yeah and they say for the first 12 months then taper some of them are going to require a little extra care in the second summer as well right not quite as much as their first summer but the first summer is the most critical in the first few weeks one of the most drought tolerant plants we sell is bottle brush one of the most drought-tolerant plants we see die in containers <laughs> yeah. in the nursery is bottle brush. Yeah. How many plants come back to us that, you know, after after, after a couple months and it's, and it's dead? And they say, I, you know, it's, I put this in, I watered it, and it's like this, and it's supposed to be drought-tolerant. Well, it is. It is. But it needs Not to be established. This, yeah. Those little Not johns, pot. Yeah. Right. they dry out very quickly. And any of these plants, when planted in pots, are not going to have their right. drought-tolerant the properties. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I was just talking to somebody yesterday. The longer something's in a container, the more care and water it needs. The longer something is in the ground, the less care and water it's going to need. Kind of inverse. Yes, yeah. almost almost like the opposite, uh, yeah. too. Exactly. We And I share that with folks as well when we're they're selecting plants. After we have this whole discussion about how drought, to- how drought tolerant it is and how well it'll work for them. And they say, yeah, I'm going to have it on a pot on my patio. Okay, everything I just told you. Yeah, throw it out the window. Stop it. Let's start again. So when 
I'm trying to figure out what the problem is with somebody, I will ask them, how long has this been in the ground? And then I don't have to ask if it's in a pot or in the ground, because right. if it's in a pot, they're going to say it's in a pot. But that is why I asked the question right. that That's way, because to, to, to find out, and it's just one question instead of two. And you know, I don't like to talk. That's true. Waste <laughs> all of my words. Uh, we were going to talk about mulch before we went into the break, and I apologize. I oh, came no back worries. I just, care. you know, you were just kind of ran- going around, and that one struck me. I up. was just kind of random, randomly what, rambling. What, no, my, my point was you were saying some of the things, these are the things that that I we, say or that we agree with. We and, agree I, and that with. was the one that I was going to jump on because that's a big one for me as well. I, we we tout that and everyone we know in the business or the plant nerds tout that. Right. Which, which is? Mulch. mulch. Mulch, mulch, mulch. When you say mulch, 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 what do you I mean by that? I didn't use three, but um, we want some kind of organic material, so, and I, not certified organic, something carbon-based that's going to decay, wood chips, things like that around your plants without touching the trunk. It tempers the, the big delta between the highs and the lows of the temperature in the soil, soil retains moisture, right. increases the you know the favorite thing there, the microbial activity. Earthworms are happy there, and it just makes for a very happy plant. And it reduces your water needs considerably. And happy plants are healthier plants okay. and will require less effort yeah, and work, effort and input on our part. Correct. Right. So Big fan. That is a good thing. What kind of mulch do you want to use? I know you well, just said anything carbon based, so we could mulch up each other. Aren't we well, carbon based? I guess I guess you could. It, but it, yeah, maybe not. Okay. Uh, uh, some kind of plant material, and when I use that. Gotcha. Um, and as you, well, you weren't there a couple of weeks ago. We have still have huge wood chip <laughs> piles in our yard that we haven't had the opportunity to get dis- dis- dispersed across the property we've done it slowly and maybe this weekend as it's a little drier it's not as heavy to put into the wagon i have a similar mulch well it's not as big as yours i have a a single dump uh, on my driveway and hopefully within the next couple of weeks i'll be able to get it out push a wheelbarrow again we actually purchased a big cart wagon that holds a lot more than a regular wheelbarrow specifically for this because is it manual it, well, it can be both. It's it is manual. I pull it, it. It's pretty easy. It's got big pneumatic tires, and it also has a hitch that if I pull off the regular handle, I can hook it up to the lawnmower tractor and drive around and move it if if necessary. But you haven't. But we had no. I haven't. You've, I just, you've done it manually. Yes, it's part of my exercise, which I need. Well, you know, so. I I don't know where your mulch pile is, but it must be closer to your driveway. So most of your mulching is down low. It, it is actually on the property. We opened the gates and had them drop it on the property. So do you have to mulch uphill or downhill? That, Mostly, that's where I'm mo- headed How about this? this? Mostly across hill. Yeah, not, not, oh. There are only a few spots that are up. The well, roses in particular. Peasy. It, relatively speaking, yes. I could do that. Come on over. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. If I... No. He's cocky. I'm just saying you said you could do it. Mine's yeah. up in the back. And so it's steep and has a couple of turns. Right. So. It's a little yeah, different. I, relatively speaking, ours is not that difficult. So That's it? Yeah. Well, All I want right, to get back to the nif- Nifty 50. 50. Because there there are a lot of what plants. Are your, what are your favorite plants on this list of the Nifty 50? Well, you know, 50? The, the, the one that struck me, I, I didn't go into detail on each one. The one that, that I like, well, two of them that I like. I like the natal plums, the Carissa. I'm a, a fan. I think they're a great plant. They're very, very fragrant, and they have that really dark leaf. And then the other one is the strawberry tree. The Arbutus. I agree. 
I'm those not going to argue two, either of those. those two, I mean, there's a lot of plants in there. Bougainvillea, a, a lot of really pretty Mexican sages, uh, colorful plants. That when we think of water-wise, a lot of people just have this negative connotation that they're just going to be bland, boring. Carissa is very, very drought tolerant. Incredible. It looks tropical and Crazy, lush. Yeah. Um, it makes a very good screen. Some of the varieties have some very nasty thorns on them. It makes a very, very good defense and that's why you see them often in in commercial parking structure lots because it keeps people from cutting across the may i give you a downside to them okay of course they produce fruit fruit that's edible it makes a good jelly yes and i my second oldest loves those and eats them like crazy should i bring you some well he's got where is he he's in encinitas but no he's he can go to the house the other rats love them oh yeah and i've when i've been trimming the one at the back of that property I find rat nests in the middle of it. Well, I would tell you that that will prevent me from planting it, except that we have rats on everything else. So, so what's the difference? Doesn't matter. Right, right. I like the strawberry tree too. That is a, a very, very pretty plant. But I like the fact that they have the grevilleas on here. And there's so many. There is a grevillea for every landscape Need. situation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. From, Tall, from a very good right. low yeah. ground cover up yeah. to the enormous tree. tree. Yeah. And. Lantana, I know that's kind of a gack plant, Correct. but it is another. You know, but it is bulletproof. I mean, it looks good except in the winter, and there there is one insect, the lace bug, that you know, gets on that's it. That's new, the lace bug. Yeah, yeah it's, but it's I, so easily treated with even insecticidal soap. It's easy. All right, yeah. all right. So, um, but but if you want to look at this list or see these pictures, there go to our Facebook page. We have it posted as our Wednesday Wisdom this week, and there's a lot of great pictures of these plants, all fifty of them. That's the Walter Anderson Nursery Facebook page. The Walter Anderson Nursery Maine. Yes. Okay. Any classes? Yes, today at in San Diego at 9 o'clock, Citrus Care with Chris, and in Poway at 9.30, Spring Vegetables with Brigitte from San Diego Seed Company. All right, you have been listening to Garden Talk from Walter Anderson Nursery on AM 1170, KCBQ, and KPRZ. Brian Bowersock and Auto Talk is coming up next. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for joining us on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery, your source for gardening, landscaping, and horticulture news. Still have a question for the Garden Talk crew or want to learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor? Send an email to askanexpert at walteranderson.com. That's askanexpert at walteranderson.com or visit walteranderson.com. There's more professional gardening advice next week at this same time on Garden Talk by Walter Anderson Nursery.